The Hammer and Nigel Show. Hey, Hammer, there's the uh, congressional investigation going on right now into Biden's just awful botched withdrawal from Afghanistan in uh, you know late 2021, I believe in August of 2021. It was tough watching this this Marine tear up testifying how how basically his superiors ignored his warnings minutes before the that that airport blast in Kabul. Here is Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews uh, here t- just talking initially about the withdrawal and how it was a catastrophe for everyone. Our military members and veterans deserve our best because that is what we give to America. The withdrawal <clears throat> the withdrawal was a catastrophe in my opinion. And there was an inexcusable lack of accountability and negligence. The 11 Marines, one sailor, and one soldier that were murdered that day have not been answered for. And you can hear in his voice, he's crying, he's tearing up, he's having a hard time. He's pouring out his soul to this committee, trying to reflect on the worst day of his life. And it gets even worse when he starts talking about how he was denied permission to shoot the the would-be suicide bomber that killed his compatriots. These next two sound bites you're going to hear show the incompetence of the Joe Biden woke military. Okay? Again, this is Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews. Over the communication network, we passed that there was a potential threat and an IED attack imminent. This was as serious as it could get. I requested engagement authority while my team leader was ready on the M110 semi-automatic sniper system. The response, leadership did not have the engagement authority for us. Do not engage. I requested for the battalion commander, Lieutenant Colonel Brad Whited, to come to the tower to see what we did. While we waited for him, psychological operations individuals came to our tower immediately and confirmed the suspect met the suicide bomber description. He eventually arrived and we showed him our evidence, the photos we had of the two men, We reassured him of the ease of fire on the suicide bomber. Pointedly, we asked him for engagement authority and permission. We asked him if we could shoot. Our battalion commander said, and I quote, I don't know, end quote. Myself and my team leader asked very harshly, well, who does? Because this is your responsibility, sir. He again replied, he did not know, but would find out. We received no update and never got our answer. Eventually, the individual disappeared. To this day, we believe he was a suicide bomber. We made everyone on the ground aware. Operations had briefly halted, but then started again. Plain and simple, we were ignored. So nobody knew the chain of command. Nobody knew what to do. And this brave hero identified what would become the suicide bomber and wasn't allowed to do anything because he's following orders and protocol. It makes my stomach churn. And the fact that this wound up being the suicide bomber just just makes everything that happened on that day as if it could get any worse. Now we're learning they had a chance to take this guy, this this terrorist, this guy that is burning in hell right now. They had a chance to take him out before he took his fellow officers and civilians uh, away uh, off this earth. It's just it's horrible. So instead of maybe worrying about what critical race theory books our brave men and women should be reading, perhaps get your head out of your backside and show a little leadership here because there was a complete lack of leadership and it cost people their lives. Here's a little bit more from Sergeant Vargas Andrews. Our expertise was disregarded. No one was held accountable for our safety. About 1730, Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover, friend and mentor, 
came to get me from the tower to go help find an Afghan interpreter in the crowd. We found the interpreter and his brother, born with American passports. They told us five, told us of five family members still in the canal. I stayed there waiting for the family members standing against a two-foot canal wall. Ten minutes passed, <clears throat> then a flash <clears throat> and a massive wave of pressure. I'm thrown 12 feet onto the ground, but instantly knew what had happened. I opened my eyes to Marines dead or unconscious lying around me. A crowd of hundreds immediately vanished in front of me, and my body was catastrophically wounded with 100 to 150 ball bearings now in it. <clears throat> Almost immediately, we started taking fire from the neighborhood, and I saw how injured I was with my right arm, completely shredded and unusable. Mm. I saw my lower abdomen soaked in blood. I crawled backwards seven feet, roughly seven feet because I thought I was still in harm's way. My body was overwhelmed from the trauma of the blast. My abdomen had been ripped open. Every inch of my exposed body, except for my face, took ball bearings and shrapnel. Biden voters, this is on you. If you voted for Joe Biden, stories like this are on you because an incompetent leader turning the military even woker than it had been in previous years, this is on you. This disastrous withdrawal. And then for Joe Biden to be back at home when those brave men and women were sent home in caskets to be sitting there looking at his watch well, like I he's bored that. and can't yeah. wait to get out of there. I'm they, sorry, man. This fires me up. Yeah, they were they were being the the caskets were being unloaded off the airplane, and yeah, he's sitting there looking at his watch. Just uh, disgusting, yeah. horrific. Now I remember when January 6th happened, and Stephen Colbert, with that smug look on his face, went on television that night. Trump voters, are you happy? This is on you. This is your fault. Well, guess what? Biden voters, this yeah, is on works you. Works both ways, pal.